one is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Hello, and welcome back to Hey Ray Q&A. So before we get started today, I wanted to tell you that uh, we have some good uh, questions coming up here. Some people have given us uh, some things to go on. Uh, everything about one is the loneliest number seems to be connected to the idea about getting yourself into a relationship, finding a healthy relationship. And a lot of the situations that I've been presented with are seem to be missing a point. If you're not in a relationship right now, if that's not something that is that you're working on, work towards it, you know, work towards becoming a person that that is good to, you know, to be in a relationship with. You want to make sure that what you're offering is the best that you can possibly offer in order to get the things that you want. Uh, the more that you know about yourself, the stronger that you are in, in, in what you want and what you need and what you present and the things that you bring, knowing your strengths and weaknesses as you approach a person that's a possible partner for you is going to be really, really important. And I can tell you that it's a little bit difficult to try and find those things out while you're already inside a relationship. So it might be a really good time, like right now, to spend this time alone collecting who you are, figuring out who you are, what you want, and what you bring. You may be able to do a lot of that stuff by looking, and, and especially people that have been in relationships or still holding on, find out what's behind that stuff. Find out what you can learn from your past relationships. You want to be able to collect a large part of all the good things that people have done in your life, the people that you were with, the reasons that you liked them so much. You want to be able to put that all together as a collection in order to end up finding somebody that you would really want to be with, you know. So if the people have good values, have good, uh, you know, if, if they are, are the kind of person that you figure, figure might be loyal to you or, or listen to you, mark all that stuff down and collect these ideas about what it is that you would like in the future. So the title of this uh, episode is uh, One is the Loneliest Number, and it's a big thrill for me because... Uh, um, I, I met Chuck Negron a long time ago, uh, probably about 30 years back. Uh, uh, you know, it was, uh, you know, hi, how you doing? Nice to meet you kind of thing. A little bit of chatter and that was about it. And, you know, I used to see him occasionally, but, you know, more of an acquaintance than a friend. Um, so, uh, but I always loved Three Dog Night and uh, great harmonies and really cool songs. One is the loneliest number. Okay. Yeah, I can deal with that. You know, I've gotten a few uh, suggestions as far as questions and things that I could address uh, in that area. But I noticed something uh, when people talk about one is the loneliest number and people are, are asking about, uh, you know, how do they navigate being single 
in their in, uh, in you know throughout their life. And I realized that most of the people that ask about that message are talking about how do they uh, navigate an, a new relationship, you know, how do you meet somebody and what do you do from that. And I would suggest that during the time that you are single, instead of looking uh, directly at how do you change that, how do you end up in a relationship, to be able to look at some other things, like what are you bringing to a relationship? How strong are you? What are you offering? And what are you looking for inside of a relationship? I get a lot of times people will spend their time wondering if they're okay enough for somebody instead of asking if that person is okay enough for you. And it's not a question that that's, that's all it's about, is this person good enough for you, you know, but it's, it's a balance. You want to be able to strike a balance when you're talking to somebody, when you meet somebody. I think it's really important to, to understand, you know, when, you, when you're looking for a new relationship, that there are things that you offer and things that you want. So you'd like to have some kind of idea about what it is that you're bringing to the relationship. You know, how healthy do you feel? Are you over your past relationships? Are you, are you looking for uh, recognition? Are you looking for somebody to tell you you're okay? And in that case, you know, you're coming into a relationship pretty unbalanced. So if you feel like that's something that you do, or if you're worried about meeting somebody and and uh, whether they're going to like you en uh, enough, uh, find out first if you like them. Recognize that it doesn't make any difference if they like you, if they're not good enough, or they're not what it is that you're looking for. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said good enough. But I should have said, and I should say, that they are what it is that you're looking for. You know, a person could be a wonderful, wonderful person, a wonderful partner, and not be ready to be a partner. In which case, if you understand what it is that you're looking for, if you happen to be looking for a really good partnership, it, no matter how fantastic that person is, if they're not ready, then they're not ready for what you need at the moment. You have to let them go. Uh, you you don't actually, I shouldn't say that. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to look at situations like that. If a person's not ready and you want to wait around for a while, just recognize that if they, if they have the potential to being a really good partner, you want to keep an eye on that, you know, and that's okay. If a person says to you, you know, I, I do want a really good relationship and I have some things to go through, then don't hang your, you know, your, your coat in their closet right away. You know, just just spend some time figuring out what, what's going on. See if it changes for a little bit. You can afford to, to spend a little bit of space if you like, uh, if you like what it is that you see. Uh, I could talk about guys. I'm not entirely sure about girls in this respect, but I do know that guys quite often will really be intimidated by by a girl that they're very, very attracted to. And, uh, you know, is she going to like me and all that type of thing? And you really end up shooting yourself in the foot when you approach a situation or a possible relationship like that. You know, it's sort of like, do you like me? Do you really like me? I hope you like me. You know, instead of saying, you know, listen, you know, um, uh, these are the reasons that you should like me. 
here you go. I'm I'm pretty cool. I'm, you know, I'm as good looking as I get. You know, and and I'm a nice guy. And and uh, you know, these are the things that I bring. So what do you think? Uh, and and le letting a person make that decision rather than you worrying about you know what decision they're going to make can be a lot healthier that way. Anyway, I hope that helps you out a little bit. You know, I hope that, that uh, you can find some strength in understanding that, you know, when you're looking for a relationship, um, that you're supposed to be looking for you, not for them. Let them look for them. Find out if it's what you want and what you need so you don't waste a lot of time, okay? Okay, so I have a few questions here. Um, and uh, I think the first one I wanted to address is this uh, this girl, she writes in, uh, she's healing from an abusive ex, and that's really hard to begin with, but she says she's healing from an abusive ex and she's scared of a new relationship. And the longer she stays single, the more scared, more fearful she is of men. And she's asking, how can she date one again? Okay. It makes sense that you'd be scared. Uh, abuse comes with a lot of, a lot of baggage. Um, unless you're able to really look and and understand how you let yourself in for the abuse and how you pulled yourself out of it, it's going to be difficult for you to trust anyone. Um, I would say that to spend a little bit of time now that you figure you're asking some questions about how do you date someone again, well, I would say that the question should be how do you prepare yourself to date again? How do you put yourself out there? And how do you protect yourself when you're doing that whole thing? So I think the idea right now is to, now that you feel like you're getting ready to date, understand and have a whole list of things that that work for you understand what had happened before what were the signs of abuse find out that you want to have a really good relationship and maybe this person this next person that you might be with that they want to have a good relationship too before you put your heart out there make sure that uh, make sure that you feel safe and comfortable and make sure that you have reasons for that, okay? What I'd really like for you to do is is spend that, spend the next bit of time trying to develop a friendship rather than a love relationship. Try to put yourself out there with some men that you can talk to that could be like brothers and maybe develop into something later on or or at least get you so that you understand that men are like that too. Men men are afraid of relationships too. They don't understand and 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 any decent man is going to be a little fearful of putting his heart out there too. So you want to recognize that um you know, men are all not uh, uh, abusers and that there really isn't a lot of reason to be afraid. You know, before you put yourself into another relationship, you might want to try that. Good luck. I'm not sure that you should think about dating at this point. I think that you should be prepare yourself and find your power and your strength as a woman. 
uh, thinking about jumping right into uh, something that you're very fearful of, uh, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. I would say that you would be, it would be smart for you to get yourself into some positions where you can find men that uh, would be friends and, and men that you can talk to and, and eventually develop a you know, a, a feeling, a bit of security. You want to be able to know that you can handle yourself in situations around men without having the uh, the added fear or the added problem or pressures of being in a relationship. So relax a little bit. Feel comfortable in yourself that you've decided that it's time to start to uh, maybe put yourself out there again, but prepare when you're doing that. Does that help you out? I hope so. Um, here's another question that I think is interesting. Um, she says, uh, how do I keep attracting half-wits on dating apps? Uh, always the same kind of guy. How do I get a real prospect? Okay, um, I think that you're going to run into an awful lot of half-wits, but probably more important is the idea that you're going to run into an awful lot of guys who are really nice as well, but still not what you're after. So I would say that while you're looking and while you're trying to figure all this out and you're putting yourself out there, I think it would be important for you to figure out what it is that you need. So you're not simply excluding the halfwits, but also narrowing down the type of man that you want by asking the questions that you want to have answered. If a person is a really nice person, but they're not interested in having a relationship, and you are right now, then that person, no matter how nice they are, is not somebody you want to be with. So trust me, you're going to run into an awful lot of people, but you should have as quickly as possible a way to eliminate the guys that are, that are dopes, you know, and be able to narrow that down to the possibilities of who they are, and then be able to ask the questions that will line you up with somebody that you might be interested in. So I hope that helps you out a little bit. Remember, uh, if you want a good relationship, you're responsible for getting it. So you have to figure out what's important for you, what you're asking for, and can this person possibly give this to you, okay? Take care now and have a good day. Okay, I'm not sure if you're going to like this one or not, but... Um, she says um, she's only been married to her high school sweetheart uh, up until two years ago when they divorced. Uh, they're good friends, and they have different uh, career paths. She says that she thinks she's ready to date. Only thing is, she's used to being a wife, not a girlfriend. How do I date? Okay, um... I was hoping to have broader answers for a lot of these questions, but this question in particular, I need to uh, really direct it a little bit because uh, I'm a bit of an empath, and what I'm picking up with this question is that you're not really done 
with this uh, with this relationship. You might be used to not being together, but that doesn't mean that your heart and maybe his heart as well are not connected. Uh, you're talking about um, being divorced and being good friends and and uh, having different career paths. And, and I got to tell you, um, if it started out loving each other, maybe you guys just did not know how to treat one another. And that's why it, that's why you've chosen this this separation or this divorce. I don't think divorces and I don't think marriages are, are anything permanent uh, unless, uh, unless of course, you don't work at either one of them. And um, I get the feeling that you guys are still somehow connected. I would say, um, she, it says here, I'm used to being a wife. That's another signal that tells me that you're not completely done because you, you're still valuing yourself inside a relationship and, and being somebody, you know, somebody's partner. Uh, so I would suggest for anybody else out there in a similar kind of situation to be able at this point to to look at everything that had happened for you before and inside the relationship, find out all the good things about the relationship, start to recognize what it is that uh, that was missing as far as your ability to get what you wanted. How were you uh, responsible in this relationship to make sure that it worked for the two of you? And when you find that out, uh, be able to apply it to a new relationship. But the person who wrote this thing, I would say, I would say that maybe the two of you ought to go back a little bit and say, did we really love each other? And if you did, then I would say find out, uh, be able to admit that you did not know how to protect this relationship and ask how you can. Uh, I don't see that there's any reason that if you loved somebody before, you couldn't rekindle that type of thing and really come out with a good relationship because you do have a lot of information for for you about how it doesn't work. And the good thing about understanding how it doesn't work and the good thing about having a backlog of negative issues is, because, is that you can use those things to create a good relationship. Uh, if somebody hurt you, for instance, if somebody hurt you, I don't know what happened in your relationship, but I do know that if somebody hurt you, if somebody broke your heart, you know, and and that was the end of it, then you just end up with a broken heart. But if somebody breaks your heart and you guys work it out and you get to a place where you have a fantastic relationship and there's good communication and you learn how to build trust so that broken heart doesn't happen, all of a sudden it makes a broken heart worth it. I hope that helps out. Take care of yourself now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I was able to connect on a pretty deep level a couple of times there. And um, so I, I feel like I can rely on my connection as a universal channel. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about being a universal channel as, uh, as these sessions go on. So uh, 
hope uh, hope to see you again in a couple weeks here we're going to have a new title and, uh, and a new direction that we're going to take and uh, each time we'll have some questions and uh, and I hope to be able to help you out a little bit this is Ray with inner power ins we would love to continue the conversation if you would like to book a personal meeting with Ray that can definitely be set up on phone in person or even online in a face-to-face -face. nothing can stop us from getting your true relationship questions met also you can feel free to send us in more questions that will may or may not end up being on a future podcast of ours please hit subscribe and we would love to see you next week if you would like to set up a personal meeting with ray go to innerpowerinsights.com visit innerpower insights on facebook or call 602-487-4805 to set up your scheduled appointment with ray for relationship advice or any of his other services in which he offers on his website have a great one see you next week